40 going on 14, episode 1. Hello and welcome to 40 going on 14. Uh, We are here for our inaugural edition of the show. This is the first one out and uh, today we are going to be introducing ourselves and then doing a little comparison between the uh, two Conan movies, Conan 2011 and two, then 1982? Yes. Four. 82? Two, two, yeah. Four. In 1982, yeah. Wow. I was 10. Yeah, that was, so. that was the year my wife was born. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into the movie, let's, uh, Conan too. <laughs> let's introduce ourselves. I am uh, I'm Mike. I'm the Java Cat Online, and I am a uh, lifelong gamer. And video file, audio file, movie file, and just all around um, as the end, the decade, I guess. I don't know. I'm a geek. Josh? I'm Josh, uh, known as Doc Stout online. I'm a blogger and a professional geek. Basically, if you were to take the comic book store guy from The Simpsons and cross him with the most interesting man in the world, you'd pretty much have me. More Worst comic introduction books. ever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for covering that for me while I was drinking. Yeah, you're welcome. And that's Josh. No, Joel. Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Joel. Uh, you probably have heard of me online, perhaps, as Joel Unitard Show. I have a long-time podcaster. I have two ongoing weekly podcasts. I'm also a blogger, a joker, a smoker, a midnight toker, and uh, I play my music in the sun. That was worse. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That was terrible. Speaking of Toker, I, I don't hey. do any of those other things. Uh, is, is that is that my intro? I yeah, guess. Pat. Yeah, that, I think that's um, that means you now. Yeah, uh, I'm Patrick. I have pretty much like no uh, internet, I guess, face unless you own a porn site or a weed-based site. We had we had to tell him how to download Skype. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not I'm not very good at any of this stuff. Um, my, my insight is basically going to be like random trivia, anything uh, movie or music related, and a lot of TV shows and anything pretty much useless. Old man yells at Cloud, basically. <laughs> <laughs> we had to actually inform Pat that uh, they have the internet on computers now because he was yeah. not aware. He was uh, at the library trying to find it. He was looking they it up in... computers now? <laughs> yeah, he was looking it up in the Dewey Decimal System. It's got to be in here somewhere. Internet. Internet. This show, we all had the fortune and or misfortune to watch Conan the Barbarian, the original 1982 version with Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, uh, what's his name? James Earl Jones paging the uh, sporting the page boy cut. Oh, yeah. Don't forget uh, Max von Sydow. Yeah, well, he was he carried the whole show for me. Why, Why did every why did every villain have the page boy cut? Like everybody, everybody's walking around looking like Betty Page with weapons on the evil side. <laughs> that was that was kind of weird, except for the guy, the the two uh, sidekicks for the uh, villain that look like the Almond Brothers. Right. They, they, had, they had the bangs too, though. I noticed. It was, they did. I know when I think of Prince Valiant, the first name that comes to mind is uh, James Earl Jones. Really. <laughs> it really, honestly, they were going to reboot the whole comic on uh, with James Earl Jones as the main character. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> All right, so. Which one do you want to start with? You want to start with 82, since it seems like we're rolling into that? Yes. I, Please. Okay. Chronologically, we should start with that. I paused the movie to see how long it took, I, how much more time I had left, seven times. <laughs> okay, yeah, pacing. I, pacing, it had some definitely 80s issues there. Oh, yeah. It was a two-hour and ten-minute movie. Uh, incidentally, directed by John Milius, who directed uh, Red which most people are probably familiar with. Um, also written by Oliver Stone, co-wrote by Oliver Stone, I mean, and 
that really uh, honestly explained the length of it to me. Well, and that also explained the conspiracy theory about JFK in the middle. You must have got the director's cut because I, I didn't have that. It was a little... All I saw was a, I saw a watermelon fall off post, and that was about it. <laughs> I, I got to admit, starting to watch the 1982 version, I, it, the first like half hour, I was thinking, wow, this really isn't holding up. It's kind of boring and dumb. And by the end, I was actually kind of sold on the way they put the whole thing together. I think the setup in the in the 82 one was more like a... Um, Epic fantasy. Yes. Well, there was a lot of open, spreading landscapes, yeah. seeing them riding, seeing them running through the... They're running, let's run through a field. Okay, we come to this city, we hang out there for 40 seconds, and let's run through a field again. Well, and there was a lot of that yeah, well, one transition. Of the, one of the things I really liked about the, the original Conan versus the other one is it felt a lot more like I was... Uh, like if I was playing an actual Dungeons & Dragons game, it would go a lot more like the first movie than the second movie, definitely. You know, because it felt more like, like, okay, you're on a journey, you're going here, okay, what do you do next? You go to this place, you see this, you do that, blah, blah, blah. I want to do that chick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tell her I want to do her. And Okay, speaking of which, okay, wait, no, jump, let's just, okay, before we get to the I want to do her part. Because okay, we're getting there. Young, Co- young Conan, 1982, <laughs> was a bit of a pussy. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he was a little kid. I mean, yeah, I mean, but he is, aren't, okay, Pat, you're the Conan the Barbarian, uh, encyclopedia for us mm-hmm. weren't the sumerians supposed to be like warrior folk yes definitely okay then why did they get their asses kicked so quick in in the 82 version it just seemed like they were just like a bunch of farmers standing out in the middle of a field yeah i, th- I think um i think the story behind that was they, they were actually supposed to be like an outpost of the sumerian the sumerian tribes and that's why they were the first ones to get whacked oh okay yeah okay I could see that versus a big city. Right, exactly. That's, that's, that's why they only had pretty much like his father was the only warrior in that village, and everybody else was just farming, and you know, so yeah, that was yeah, the explanation got... for that. So, to be fair, if every scene had taken about as long as it should have, the movie would have been sixteen hours. And, that is true. And it would have been directed by Oliver Stone as well. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's... You think that's bad? The director's cut. That's thirty-eight hours. <laughs> okay, so I'll cross off my note here that Sumerians are pussies. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, I, mean, I, I will say the, the difference between the two, like, you know, parents dying in the, between the two movies, I felt it a lot more in the first, like the emotional connection of him losing his mother a lot more in the first one than in the, than in the remake. Just the well, fact oh, that he was standing there and he watched it happen and everything. You know? It gave him a little yeah. bit more heart and it made more sense later on with his treatment towards women because he didn't really have that mother figure growing up. Right. Give it. A, I give it a little bit more towards him because he actually saw his mom get killed, like you said, versus in the, the 2011 version where he was born and she died. Right. Exactly. Spouting Which, cliches and blood. Yes. <laughs> Incidentally, I think that the the original leaned more towards the way the comic was at the time. You know, because isn't that what it's based on? Well, and before the comic series, it was a series of short stories by Robert E. Howard. Well, see, and yeah. I could see that making more sense with the pacing and the way it's laid out in the movie. It felt more like a comic book than, whereas the new one felt more like a music video, you know, or something like that. Those original short stories, they weren't things that you're going to find in the New Yorker. They were strange tales in the pulp era. Uh, Howard was a contemporary of H.P. Lovecraft, and he wrote those kind of pulp action stories. See, all of our nerd is already showing in different ways. I love it. I have to say, when what what was the what was uh, James Earl Jones? character's name. Thulsa Doom. Yep. Thulsa Doom. When he came off the horse, 
picked up his father's sword. They did that slow motion, like almost come hither look when he looked over his shoulder at Conan's mom. I was really, I was conflicted. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I'm like, I'm not sure what's going to happen because I don't remember the movie, but I'm kind of turned on at the same time. Why do you it's think the hair flowing? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, wow, he's giving me that look, you know? (laughs) That and after they roped up baby Conan, when they were leading him up that hill and they all were, like, strung together, I I paused it and I'm looking at this and it's like, they just had, like, that rope over his shoulder. All the kids... (laughs) He was very obedient. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, just throw that rope. You're supposed to be Conan, man. Throw that rope off your shoulder and go run away or something. I was expecting... Expected a little bit more. By the way, when you said James Earl Jones' character's name, I thought, man, that'd be an awesome name for a condiment. Salsa Doom. I don't know. I'd keep you on the shitter for weeks. Mm. Salsa Doom. That may be out there already. With James Earl Jones oh. narrating the commercial. I would, I would buy Salsa with James Earl Jones' face on the jar. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> All right. Um, so what about what about the um, c- growing into big Conan? He basically walked in a circle for 20 years. I'm amazed he had any upper body. I was just, I was just, I was, that's what I was thinking like, when I was watching this time. His, his definition is amazing for only doing one activity for 20 years. He's <laughs> expecting like these huge thighs and like poindexter up top. You know? He should be like all forearms and calves. Well, then he would have been like a Tyrannosaurus running around. I would watch that. But as the years went on, fewer and fewer other people were pushing the thing in a circle. So my theory is he was actually eating them. <laughs> That's true. With some salsa doom. <laughs> yes. Yeah, salsa doom came by. Hey, you're small. Get in the chip bowl. It's... You know the noise he but... makes when he eats somebody? <laughs> yeah, I have that note down here is that uh, he does not scream well. <laughs> when they just pushed him in that arena at the very beginning, and, that, and of course you have this guy who spent the last 25 years walking in a circle. You throw him in an arena with a guy who has his teeth sharpened. I don't think it's a real balanced uh, fight. No. To start out with. <laughs> he just pushes him around in a circle until he gets dizzy and falls down. <laughs> I win! Yeah, whatever you do, don't pick your arms up. If he gets your arms like that, you're done for. So what do you think about the uh, transition between you know becoming a, a circle walker and becoming a warrior? Happened awfully quick. Like, he had one lesson with the Asian guy, and then he was suddenly a sword master. <laughs> and the Asian guy who... Have... Just randomly kicks the guy he's studying with. <laughs> Yes. How dare you laugh at someone else in my class? That guy wasn't even doing anything, and he roundhouse kicks him to the stomach. (laughs) So, Josh, what do you think, man? Transition from uh, Circle Walker to Warrior. Was there anything? I loved the hilarious 1980s uh, samurai headband posing with a katana for no reason. (laughs) It's so perfectly, like, showed you what year it was, because this is, like, right before the national obsession with ninja and samurai, and it's like, okay, this guy's a badass, so put him near an Asian dude and have him doing things that look vaguely Asian. That way everyone will know he's cool. Yes, and and all he had him doing was holding the sword out. It's like, I don't know how he was messing that up. Hold the sword out. No, whack, whack, you know, and and you. Quick, yes, you with a co- with a copper bowl on your head. <laughs> Quick, pose for the eight by ten lobby card for the theater. All right, so then they break him loose, and he immediately becomes hunted by dogs. Oh, that's what happens, right? Why did they break him loose again? I don't know. He seemed to be doing really well, and suddenly uh, the redhead decided that he was going to let him go. He had a drunken fury. It looked like ah, something like you're too good of an investment. I need to let you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I <laughs> made too many millions <laughs> off you. You must leave. You're winning too many fights. I'm too rich. Curse you. I got a five-year-old walking around in a circle right now who's going to take your place. <laughs> He's training. 
<laughs> so we've got so then he breaks loose, falls in the hole. He finds a sword surrounded by the crunchy candy shell. It automatically assumes that that guy is Crom. <laughs> well, once the helmet yeah. falls off, he assumes it. Yeah. Before then, he had no idea. It's like you yeah. know when Clark Kent goes him. into the the phone booth. You know you don't he recognize him with the glasses, but the <laughs> helmet falls off. Oh, it's Superman. That was Crom's phone booth then. Right. They got him when he was changing, huh? Yep. He should have checked for quarters under his seat. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. What were you saying? Wow, well, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing as amazing as that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> so that's that was another thing. Me when he when he finds that sword and he just sort of taps it on the ground a couple times and all this stuff falls off and he's got this super oh, this perfectly battle ready sword. What's well, kind of like out of there? Going back to the whole Superman thing, it's kind of like you know Superman squeezes the coal and suddenly his diamond is perfectly cut. <laughs> so if he goes around and squeezes a rock, he'll get a sword. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, you, just, you just bang the sword a couple times and look, it's polished. Yeah, I'll buy it. Then they, then he travels. And first off, first thing he meets is the only prostitute anywhere. He walks by one house. Before, Go ahead, Josh. before we get to the demon hooker, I want to <laughs> talk a little bit more about the sword. Because the thing about this movie is there's a whole lot of showing without explaining anything. Which, uh, when we talk about the later one, it's kind of the 2011 has the opposite problem. It's too much explaining without showing anything you care about. Right. Mm-hmm. And that sword was uh, the Atlantean sword that Conan wielded for most of his career in the stories. But it's like, how do you know that that's an Atlantean sword? Well, uh, you look at Wikipedia, I I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) 1982 people walking out of the theater. Man, I wish there was some Wikipedia thing we can go look up what kind of sword that was. So, in that, and that's, you you looked that up, you looked that one up then to... uh... No, I believe Josh is well-versed. I think he's read the stories. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Howard. Well, then, Pat, your your um, title of Conan yeah, never, librarian has been recent. Ah, Crom, you've been dethroned. Oh, really? Yeah. You have the poster. I figured you at least read one of them. because he loves Arnold. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Did you just Care call me Conan the Librarian? <laughs> you are Conan. <laughs> you are tonight. Conan the Librarian. <laughs> I guess and so. You are a Conan Librarian. But, yes, okay, so we have the sword, and now we know it's Atlantean, and this is the one that he... You said he carries around for most of his career, then? Yeah, I, I think he mostly stands around posing for Iron Maiden covers, but... Well, you got to make a living somehow. Yeah. So then you want to... Demon Hooker. Demon Hooker. Only house anywhere. Yeah. So. And I'm going to say worst pillow talk ever. When somebody starts reciting a spell in the middle of it, leave. Well, I I, I think my clue would have been when the room turned blue. I just thought that was ambiance. Zombiance? What? Ambi- not oh. zombiance, ambiance. <laughs> <Zombiance>. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. I'm just imagining like a whole bunch of zombies standing around in different colored lights. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that really had some like, nice songs. They're just moaning, they're moaning like Barry White songs at you. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, no. I just like how he throws her in the fire, and then it's, it's this giant back part of the fireplace where she can like literally stand up and like scream at him before she perishes. You know, you know, my, or, or my absolute favorite, away. my absolute favorite part of that whole scene is the fact that she goes off in a ball of lightning, laughing hysterically and maniacally, and he just goes, "Well, what should I do? I guess I'll just sleep here tonight." <laughs> yeah, like he's not coming back. Yeah, like, I have to. Sure say, I was surprised that he locked yeah. the door well, when you leave. This place seems safe. He <laughs> wakes up the next um, morning, makes himself a pop tart, and then leaves. <laughs> finds the uh, the one guy sitting out front. <laughs> yeah, when exactly. He is. But you think his first question would have been, "Why didn't you say something?" <laughs> right. the, this whole night you, you were sitting listen here. To me, and listen to me have sex with this demon, and she flies off, and you just never say a word. <laughs> I was waiting for the wolves to come. <laughs> I was too hungry. I didn't wake up until I smelled the Pop-Tarts. Sorry, I didn't want to so, ruin the zombie-ons. So, <laughs> looking at this, year 1983. 82. No. 82. 
No, I know, but this is in 83 when this happened. It won a Golden Globe. What, her boobs? Uh, new star of the year in a motion picture, Sandal Bergman. Oh, oh. Was that yeah. the demon hooker? No, no, no. That no, is no. the demon hooker. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was the big tall blonde. That's oh. Valeria. Yeah, Valeria. Yeah, so she she um won that. And then, ironically, Arnold Schwarzenegger won a Razzie Award for 1983 for the worst actor of the year. Well, this was technically his second movie, actually. I mean, his second real movie after Hercules in New York. So he wasn't yeah, that he great didn't, as polished he, as he is now. He didn't have such grasp of the English language as he did yeah. in this one. <laughs> um, I was look, also looking up some trivia on this one. And um, apparently Schwarzenegger and, let's see, what was her real name? Sandel Bergman. Sandel Bergman. Yeah. Were, they were the only ones that had to do their own stunts because they could not find body doubles that looked like them. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. They weren't looking very hard. Which, well, I don't know. I mean, back then, also, I'm looking at some of the other things that they have here on uh, IMDb, and that Conan uh, Schwarzenegger actually had to stop working out in order to be able to wield the sword. He had to tone down his workout because his arm and chest muscles were so big that he couldn't handle the sword properly. I have that same problem. Yes, and the swordmaster, I'm going to hack up this name, Kiyosho Yamazaki, was the swordmaster for the actors in the film, and they actually had him play the smack around the face, kick you in the chest guy. So that was actually the guy who taught them how to use the swords in the film. Oh, so that wasn't like a, they weren't filming a training sequence or, or a movie sequence. That was actually a training That actually might have been a training yeah. sequence, right. yeah. <laughs> that was a stuntman got kicked right in the chest. So I'm, all, I'm looking at some of these. Has, have any of you guys looked at the, uh, the trivia on this one? No. No. This is my favorite one. The fake blood used in the film came in the form of a concentrate which then had to be mixed with water. Due to the cold weather they were filming in, they mixed it with vodka to keep it from freezing. And in the scenes where the actors were supposed to spit the blood, they would swallow it instead, <laughs> and then wind up going back to special effects for more. Nice. So chances are half the crew, half the actors, were probably pretty buzzed while this was going on. Blaine's a lot. Yeah, I like the yeah. makeup in the later invasion scene. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that amazing it's camouflage. Like... Dude, yeah, it looked like they were invading an 80s uh, Neo Club. <laughs> Dude, I'm a member of the G.I. Joe. This is I how they, they do invading, it. I thought they were invading Felix the Cat's house. We're going to be in all black and white. I thought they were trying out so, for American Gladiators. Hands down, best part of the movie? When Schwarzenegger punches out a camel. Yeah, yeah that's that, pretty that good. Is, that is definitely <laughs> I actually like when, when, he, when he passes out in his gruel, too. That one was funny. That one was a good one, too. I like that. His face right before he went down was yeah. pretty cool. Going on with the transition where they're going from city to city, I also think I saw in one movement from one city to another, it looked like Jabba's Palace. <laughs> <laughs> there was a scene. I looked up there. I actually wrote that down. Uh, Jabba's Palace. Uh, uh, uh. When he actually first meets Subatai, uh, you see in the 82 version, he does this a lot. It's like Conan meets somebody. And he's kind of a dick to them. And if they laugh, now we're friends. <laughs> That's how we all got together. Well, yeah, pretty That's much. A, and then we just continued being dicks to each other. That's all. And that's also when he met uh, Mecco the Wizard, the guy he was narrating. Was was the, this this, this area is haunted by demons. And they, they stare down. Yeah. Schwarzenegger, Conan laughs. And Mecco, very, very intelligently, starts laughing with him. <laughs> Now they're big buddies. They're I, I I agree with you on that. Um, now we're moving across the. You know, is there anything else you guys noticed in the movie that stood out to you to you before we get to the big um, battle hour? I do, I do just want to uh, uh, acknowledge that this and and strangely enough, stripes were the were the two first movies I ever saw boobies in. That really? was actually yeah, that was actually a very uh, pivotal moment in my life. You hadn't noticed them until then. I hadn't seen them until then. And a movie he's talking about. 
Yeah, in a uh, movie. It was, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I had no. I had no idea that you know people could be naked on a movie screen, and I was like, oh, oh I'm for this. Yeah. This is I'm for this. Yeah. Normally, I just have to sneak into my sister's room. Exactly. Yeah. What? Um, Wait. What? Nothing. Nothing. We'll so it's pretty much. I'll, I'll edit. Stripes, Conan, then Backdoor Sluts Nine. <laughs> Man, he had, don't yeah. ever try drugs, Pat. <laughs> I just had to go with what was in my dad's dresser drawer. You know. Marijuana, heroin, crack. <laughs> you. Why would your dad keep a copy of Stripes in his dresser drawer? <laughs> hey, you know what? He I really loved Bill Murray. All right. And then we have the uh, we have the hippies yeah. wandering around. Yeah, which which uh, the I think was one of the best lines in the whole um, the whole movie when he gets that one uh, priest to yeah. follow him off. Yeah. I'm shy and I'm afraid, and, and then clobbers him. Yeah, he's, a, he's a, can we go over there and talk when no one can see us? I'm shy. Let's not forget the spectacular mechanical snake that he fights in the Tower of the Serpent. <laughs> This is your guard snake, and it's like the slowest thing in the world to respond to any invaders at all. They're like almost out the door before this thing even moves. Like, well, it didn't even wake up until Conan dripped sweat on his head. Yeah, I mean, it, it just—it was like the most ineffectual guard animal I've ever seen. But the quietest battle. That's true, because no one above heard anything going on, and they were only like ten feet away. And then they drop the girl down there. Uh, she starts to scream. It's like watching this movie just reinforced my my latest thoughts that I really want to start a cult because I think I can do it. Start with the beard. I got it. Oh, okay. Because if that guy can talk, can like talk that girl into falling into a snake pit with just the looks, you know, then I think I could. It, but but it wasn't him, man. It was uh, James Earl Jones in that page boy cut. So you got to get first. You have to become black <laughs> and get a page boy, and then you can start a cult. Oh damn! Well, two out of three ain't bad. Did anybody else find it unusual that during the uh, circular orgy scene that uh, James Earl Jones turned into a snake, and the only thing seemingly to notice his change was the leopard? Well, animals are very astute. I'll say that that effect totally held up as far as I'm concerned. Like, Actually, it really did, yeah. Yeah. It did. Better than some of the CGI you see from like 10 years ago. That particular effect looked really good. Well, that effect was better than just about anything they did in Conan and the Destroyer. Well. Well, I'm just saying like effect-wise. I mean, it <laughs> Did you watch that one too? No. I, I have that one memorized. I have all the... Oh, dear. Yeah, I've, I've seen both of them like dozens of times each okay so the leopard notices james Earl jones yeah and the change was good i mean it was the i mean they did the transition oh you know look at the leopard leopard goes oh my god you know, yeah, but everybody else nobody else see that everybody else was too easy <laughs> or too busy like having sex and eating bones and 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 skull soup oh yeah that's right yeah that's why i say they didn't notice because you know every time i mean every time i'm eating human soup i don't know what the hell's going on around me well apparently when they make the human soup they make it out of whiteout <laughs> less calories and then okay. you've got the cast of a Gautier video sneaking through. The... <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. Pat right there, our biggest fan. That was, <laughs> that was funny. That was good. <laughs> so the leopard... So then we had this fight break out. <laughs> and... And now, now I'm just imagining the three of them singing as someone that I used to know was there, like breaking into the castle. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Best weapon ever... Or worst weapon ever, the snake arrow. Oh, awesome! <laughs> that was, uh, and he got to use it twice too. And I, I especially liked that that the snake remains rigid after it hits the shield later on in the yeah until, in the the, movie. until you pull its head out of whatever it's stuck in. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a thousand year old sorcerer, and his most commonly used spell is to make his snake rigid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, when you're a thousand years old, man, <laughs> you need all the help you can get. And then the um, the fight, the orgy donut. <laughs> um, I didn't know what else to call it. It's just, I mean, it's and there's something else. I, something else I noticed for that many 
theoretically naked people, there were no boobies. Well, and and ah. back then, apparently, nudity only was boobs because there was a lot of loincloths covering everything else. Um, okay. <laughs> and well, I killed it. It begs the question: if you're if you're like think about this, if you're single, you guys not married, whatever, do you go to the orgy if you have to eat human soup? Hmm. Is Gautier there? Christ. If he is, then no. I don't know. Just for just for sake, let's just say they are. Orgies are fun. Wow, this took a weird turn. (laughs) So the guy with the hammer, one one half of the Allman Brothers band. Thor? Oh, the other guy with the hammer. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah. the big not yeah not Thor. The the guy who's got the giant uh, log on a stick. One of the two guys who inexplicably doesn't age twenty years. Right. (laughs) When he he takes a swing at that pillar cracks it open and the pillar falls over and then for it's maybe two seconds long you see the guy he looks at the hammer with this incredibly quizzical look on his yeah. face and then looks at the pillar like did i do that yeah. well i didn't know i could do that <laughs> oh it's that and i was too busy wondering if conan was sitting around with some other warriors and they're like dude dude i like totally train in the octagon he's like i train in the circle in this via so uh, i was gonna say also the um the final battle at the With stones. all of the stakes sticking out that uh, fell over as soon as you touched them, yeah, they really didn't try they, very hard. Yeah, they didn't really pierce no. anything. No, they were, you could roll a horse down that annoyance. hill. <laughs> right. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier to get up this hill from all these sticks to walk. They've been around. stabbed. They're rolling down the hill. They're like, "Ow, I got a splinter." Well, they spent all that time putting that giant spike up there. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and they had to have that montage. It was like, okay, we're gonna oh. remake the Seven Samurai, but with two. <laughs> two and the sorcerer the magician so you guys each gotta do three and a half times the work that you normally would you know thinking Very about tech. it did conan ever once really commit a heroic or unselfish act throughout the course of the entire movie hmm. Uh, hmm. Hmm. he get well he gave the what's her name that stone but he was just trying to get in her pants right so. And she sacrifices herself for him after he gets crucified. Subutai saves the princess, yeah, jumping right. in front of the arrow. Yeah. Yeah, Conan's just basically this dude. He's just a big meathead. He's just kind of swinging a sword and killing things. Yeah, he just manages to attract people that are able to do things. <laughs> so then we have the battle at the battle at the stones, which leads up to the most anticlimactic boss fight ever. A thousand-year-old sorcerer. He had nothing to pull. I mean, he couldn't pull the rigid snake trick on Conan while he's up there. I, I he tried think, to just mess with his head. I think. I think the symbolism of it is they're supposed. To, it's it's kind of like the the you know the seeing the emperor in his you know without his clothes. They're just basically saying, hey, he's supposed to be this amazing guy, and it turns out he's just a human after all. Well, then how did he turn into a snake? And then level forty two played. <laughs> <laughs> Pat got it. Okay. <laughs> And pads down for the count. Oh, Jesus. No, you had me stumped there for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, he did turn into a snake. We just talked about it. Yeah, he turned into a snake. Yeah. And he, but, I mean, this, even he, even James Old Jones was like the equivalent to Conan. He didn't really – I mean, he shot an arrow. You know, that was it. I think and, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he just – it was kind of like, you know, he, he himself thought he was invincible. And he was surprised when a sword cut his head off. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big surprise when he died, yeah, especially, especially him. him. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I mean, even when they when they invaded his palace the second time, while they're all sneaking in, he just sort of randomly turns into a snake and scoots away. And by the Grant way, I'm, I'm, I, I hate to digress here, but one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is just when James Earl Jones says, "You killed my pet." 
<laughs> it just made me laugh. <laughs> okay, so James Earl Jones dies. Yes, he's surprised the uh, I'm your real father bit didn't take. Yeah, luckily they tried that later in another movie. Right. <laughs> Worked much better, um, actually. Um, it was a little independent so he, movie, though. Nobody saw it. Yeah, he gets his head hacked off. That was that was pretty visceral. Yeah. And then I guess all the cultists are kind of like, well, thanks. Well, you know, yeah. thanks for the torch. We'll go now. <laughs> Nobody else steps up and goes, hey, wait a minute. I'll take over. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, well, I guess we're done. <laughs> Turn in your torch, everybody. Time to pack it in. Yeah. <laughs> I hear there's Snake a cult gone. leader down the road that's looking for help. <laughs> yeah, you see, he's turns into a llama he's not really <laughs> quite as cool <laughs> they're like well my resume i'm good at following so <laughs> no keep keep moving keep moving don't don't, don't, don't make eye contact <laughs> thumb up or thumb down on e2 oh thumbs up for me really you're a little oh, yeah. biased well of course i'm biased yeah. it's an arnold movie you like the racer uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i own two copies of it exactly just one <laughs> <laughs> right dude i've got Why to see restrain yourself Josh, what do you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down uh, for Big thumbs up. I mean, mainly uh, one of the things I realized uh, after thinking about the movie for a little bit is, yeah, it's a dumb action flick. But when you talk about like the hero's journey, the classic what they call the monomyth, they actually followed every single step. And I'm, I'm not going to go into that because this is a podcast, not a like English lit classroom. <laughs> but uh, you look at like. He encountered the woman as goddess, woman as betrayer. He even had the, like, confronting your daddy issues and uh, raising yourself from the dead and journey through the underworld. For a dumb Schwarzenegger flick from the early 80s, the fact that they actually hit all of those classic mythic hero points along the way and made a consistent story out of it, uh, I, I was actually impressed at how well it held up especially considering I didn't think it was going to about 20 minutes into it. No, but I think I see what Josh okay. was saying. I would give it a thumbs yeah, definitely. up. I, I, I agree with him. It's my point. I think. For, for 1982, considering what it is, it is an epic story that despite some pacing issues and everything else, it actually was a better than a lot of the stuff that was out at the same time and did surprisingly hold up to some regard. I could have done without Sandel Bergman, but other than yeah, that, your I, I found it worthwhile. What? Well, I mean, and I think honestly have to say that he it it grew on me north closer to the end. Also, I was not expecting to enjoy it. Like I said, the first couple, uh, the first quarter of the movie, I was kind of, oh my god, I can't believe I'm watching this type of thing. But I and Josh, what you were saying about the 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 travels of the hero, it does make sense. So, but couldn't they find a horse for the love of God instead of running everywhere? They were in incredible shape. <laughs> they were afterwards. And, well, yeah, I mean, he had those. He didn't need a horse. He had those legs. Warrior needs food badly. Walking in a circle. All right, so there we go. So we have uh, four thumbs up on uh, Conan the Barbarian 1982. Incidentally, IMDb, you were using that as a reference, 6.8 out of 10. 6.8 out of 10. I guess that means one of us has to dislike it now. No, it won't be me. No. Uh, 6.8 well, seems about right as far as I'm concerned. It, it was decent, but there were some cheesy, cheesy moments in there. It's right. definitely not a 9 out of 10 for me. Thanks, Mike. All right, there we go. Four thumbs up on uh, Conan the Barbarian, 1982. We're going to take a little break here, and then we're going to come back. Retesting the computer lab. Never went to class, because that shit was a drag. Back in the day, shuffle puck, cafe. Band on ads, getting paid. Ice cube, getting made. Back in the day, we knew Sulu was game. Munching numbers, running loads. All right, 40 going on 14. We're back. It's Mike, Josh, Joel, and Pat. And uh, we just discussed the... 1982 version of Conan the Barbarian, and now we're updating it with the 
2011 version. Oh, God. And <laughs> let, let's give a little bit of, of history here real quick. Uh, as I mentioned on the first one, was the director Red Dawn. This version is Marcus Nispel, who originally was a music video director um, that Michael Bay found and decided he wanted to use for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. And okay. incidentally, he went on to direct uh, the Friday 13th remake as well. And so if that gives you a little idea... I mean, I'm, I yeah. I didn't think so those were terrible. So this guy's job is just to sodomize our childhood all the time by remaking yes. all these movies? Where did Michael Bay find him, and can we put him back there? Michael <laughs> <laughs> Bay? Not without a lot of explosions. And possibly yeah, Transformers. Because... All right, so this one, Code on the Barbarian, directed by Marcus Nispel, and uh, written by one, two, four people. Two more people than the original. None of which were Oliver Stone. None of which are Oliver Stone. You can tell because this this movie's only what an hour and a half long. No, it was an hour. It was an oh, hour, yeah. almost two hours. Just 100, shy. Oh, really? Minutes. Yeah. One, one oh minute. yeah, look at that. Five point one rating, star rating. Uh, let's. What what was the other things you said? Um, star the director did. Oh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Uh, Friday Thirteenth. Path. He did a movie called Pathfinder. Oh, Pathfinder. I remember that. Um, star. This one was starring Jason Momoa, or as I like to call him, uh, Jason Momoa. No. He's orangey and fizzy. He, 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 yeah. <laughs> I may forget what I was going to say. Damn you, Mike. Jason Momoa. <laughs> oh, he, he was the, the, the rock off. They couldn't get the rock, so they got Jason Momoa, who's just a rock off. There we go. That's a uh, joke. I was that, oh, okay. Uh, he, he, he does. Note to self, like it, interrupt him more. They look like <laughs> they, could be, they could be relatives. Jason Momoa and the rock? Yeah, once Samoan, once Hawaiian, you know, it's kind of the same thing, right? Okay, so it's 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 pretty no. sad. It's pretty sad to me, and this is this is my take on this entire movie. That the best thing I have to say about this movie is that the actor, the main, the main actor who played the main character, is in a series that I really love, being Game of Thrones. And that's oh, all I'm gonna say. Baywatch. No, anyway. <laughs> that's all I can say about this movie is that the actor is in a series that I like. That's it. Well, he's not the only one. His his buddy, the pirate, was uh, Zaro Zoen Daxos. Was he really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you had two two Game of Thrones alumni in this. And we'll just go I with film. Yes. <laughs> no, don't say film this, is a good reference. Movie or in this play. animate in this animated series of pictures. Okay, one one positive about this. It had Ron Perlman. Yeah. Sure. I might. Ron Perlman he's, makes he's, everything he's, better. He's kind of doing the, the walking thing where he's signing up for just about anything now. He's the shotgun method of acting? The, the yeah, that's what he's school. doing. Yeah, everything, yeah, everything I look at Ron Perlman is in Well, now. but he's getting older. He's trying to get his, you know, himself out there as much as possible before he's no longer, you know, bankable. What do you, you think his SAG card is going to run out or something? Well, <laughs> the more he SAG, the less it does. Wow. I think he made a better dad than uh, the first one, though. He got a lot more screen time, that's for sure. And, well, yeah, it's not like we had a lot of stuff to go on for the uh, right. 82 version. The 82 version, all we knew about him was he didn't like being eaten by dogs. Can I <laughs> say one thing about this real quick, just as an overall thought? that I hope not, because we have a bunch of time we got to No, I just, I, the whole time I was watching this, I kept saying, okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against remakes. I, I'm in the school that I don't think it's a bad thing. But I do, however, think that calling this in the Barbarian they should have, since the whole story was completely more or less different than the 82 one, they should have just made it another adventure and had like a, a, a part of the series, you know, because it would have fit in better. Yeah, that, that's actually something that I was going to discuss. It's like, I don't know why they called this a Conan movie. 
Well, if they would have called it Conan the Invader or Conan the Constipator. Conan the Constipator. Something other than Conan the Barbarian, then it might have fit in the mythos somewhere, and you could have been like, oh, okay, I can... Conan the Cross-Stitcher. Right. Son of Conan, Electric Boogaloo. There you go. There you go. He's saving the community center and, you know. Another thing that I found, I, I don't know if your kids watch this show, Joel, but the young Conan... No. Leo Howard is also in a TV show that my kids watch called Kicking It. No. And that was kind of weird because he's, you know, it's this Disney-esque, a Disney, Disney comedy set in a Kung Fu dojo. And he's one of the kids there. So that was kind of weird for me It's initially see him, you know, bashing people's heads in with skulls. I mean, bashing with stones and all that. But, but was it me or did everybody's head break way too easy in that movie? I swear that everybody in this world is made of uh, they're made of water balloons filled with fake blood. Yeah, you know how babies have the soft spot on their head? <laughs> All these guys, their whole head was soft spot. Especially that one. Especially the one, uh, the monk. Yeah, that was He's... crazy. Like he, he just basically just bitch slaps him, and his head just falls off. <laughs> and this giant blush of, I mean, spurt of blood, no matter what. Well, it's being directed by a guy who is kind of got to start in horror, so. Yeah. True. So there's a lot of CGI blood. And, and, right, well, another, I, mean, I was going to say real quick, another thing about this movie that bothered me was that they kept calling it, instead of Conan, they kept calling him Conan. Well, nowadays, really? that's the, yeah. the accepted pronunciation exactly. with red and, hair. And it, drove, it drove me nuts. That's all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, I so, can see you screaming at the screen every time somebody says that, too. Let's okay, take too, it from the and, and, beginning. Okay. Egg in the mouth. That was that was a, I, I actually had hope for the movie at first when I saw that little kid kicking ass like he did. Absolutely. To some extent. They yeah. had me on board at the beginning with uh, I thought the whole intro was better. And I was going into this uh, prepared to play devil's advocate, not going to automatically assume, OK, what I thought was cool when I was a kid is better. And the new one sucks just because. No, I mean, that's and that's what I was initially walking into this, too, with the, the I watched this one first and came out of this going that wasn't that bad and it wasn't until the end of it and i saw until i saw the uh 82 version i realized that this the 19, 2011 version is pretty much just the plot of a video game he's got the mini bosses he's got the journey he's got the main boss at the end you know he's got the quick time events and i really was disappointed with this one more after i saw the first one I'll tell you, they lost me at a very particular point near the beginning, and I was on board with the movie up to that point. Which was? Okay, right after we swapped to older Conan, he's Jason Momoa, and they attack the village, they go through actually pretty cool fight scenes, I have no uh, complaints overall about the fight choreography or uh, any of that, it all looks good. I know where you're going. (laughs) And then they save all of the slaves... And then for about five seconds, the topless female slaves are terrified of what's going to happen with the barbarians. And it's like, well, what do we do? And he grabs her aggressively, and then they all scream, yay, like spring break has just started. And then, and then Rodney Dangerfield walks in and goes, hey, we're all getting laid. <laughs> it was at that point I was like, oh, no. Yeah, Is that I Rod- remember that being Hey, Dangerfield odd. by Harry Carey. It was more of I a hairy, hey, being, hey. I do remember that being a very odd tone shift, uh, I noticed. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, they did, there was, there was, and, the, and there was actually, if you look on the right-hand side of the screen, when I was I was going back and checking something, there was this one dude in, like, the standard cloth hat that has just got this look on his face like, what? <laughs> well, I actually heard a couple of them say, dude, there's a guy down the road that sounds like 
Darth Vader that can turn into a snake. Maybe we should go ahead that way. <laughs> a snake guy. No, I, I thought you were going to talk about where um, he's trying to catch up to the the princess chick, whatever she was, um, Tamara, Rachel Nichols' character, and the stagecoach thing that flips in slow motion. I thought that's where you were going to go. Oh, but. that was you know that we'll, we'll call that strike two. <laughs> okay, yeah. electric boogaloo. Yeah, I was just going. Yeah. yeah, there's no way that that physically would happen. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of silly. That was, but um, I was amazed. Okay, didn't so blow up in a giant explosion. Conan is being tested. A bunch of Native Americans with animal growls attack. They kill. Well, he kills oh, you, them. Oh, uh, Joel, you're skyping. Oh my God, it's getting worse every time. Did someone feed Joel after midnight? <laughs> He's... Man, that won't work on him. We know he can't grow hair now. Scrap, scrap, that. <laughs> don't put me right, in a microwave. I, you sound better now. I don't think you are better now, but Call I think you, sound... you lead, Mike. You lead. <laughs> he was starting to sound like his picture. <laughs> you lead. Uh, I, uh, I'll fill in. My tuba. Okay, young Conan. Did anybody else laugh when the fat guy lost his nose? <laughs> That's always a laugh riot. I mean, that's just like I think he, he took off my nose. I, um, and his freaky ass daughter. Yeah, that that was that was she was weird. Well, I think that's a Marcus and Spell thing because he had uh when Leatherface took off his mask in the first of the remake, he had the same thing. He, had his, he was a daughter. His, no, his nose <laughs> missing. His nose was missing just like that. Okay, I I haven't seen that one. So. I, I actually thought that the daughter was more interesting in her young incarnation before she became just another androgynous HR Geiger esque like S and M knockoff. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, completely. I yeah. liked her better younger, but you know, that should be no surprise to anybody. And now we had, now we have that recorded. Out, yeah, as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I was like, oh god, <laughs> that's another restraining order. <laughs> Ding dong, NSA calling. <laughs> Yeah, she she was she was much better as a young as a kid. Well, I mean, when she got that, when she decided to shave half her head, yeah, she looked very much airbrush like, makeup. She looked very much like the Borg Queen, is what she reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, either that or a roadie for a Marilyn Manson concert. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, freaky ass daughter, dude, um, you got your hair pulled back too tight. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get your forehead that big? So, death of Conan's dad. Did you guys, I mean, compared to getting eaten by Rottweilers? It was badass. I was still on yeah. board at that point. Yeah. I think I think the first I think first half an hour, I was good with it until he started growing up. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I actually went to this movie expecting to like it because I liked Pathfinder, and I quickly turned, I think even before you guys did, because I... I when he when he killed all those people at the beginning, I was just like, oh come on. Well, I mean, he's Conan. I mean, I can get I can forgive that because he's supposedly this warrior child of a warrior tribe, and the tribe itself, when they were in the very beginning in their fighting, you you know, it's not like they look like the bunch of farmers in the '82 version. They look like some kid that may pick stuff up just by watching other you know watching other people practice and fighting with the other kids. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. Can I can I the the moment that I lost that that <laughs> I started losing faith in this movie. Was honestly when when everybody was all gathered up and they were he was, the guy was you know the father was talking about the challenge and Conan comes running up late all you know all like oh I'm precocious and crazy and I'm late to the you know and I was like okay no he's not Dennis oh I thought know? I thought you were gonna say when Ron Perlman lifted up Conan like uh, and he started singing Circle of Life yeah <laughs> and Elton John just comes out of nowhere like what Elton John the Sumerian that's fantastic. <laughs> 
that guy's fur is really sparkly. <laughs> That's another thing. Uh, uh, Ron Perlman's hair, man. Oh my god. Yeah, that was- he was. He looked like a shrub. <laughs> anyway, face, face melting seems like a rough way to die. Yeah. Cast iron steel. And there was there was seemingly less about the sword in this one than there was in the 82 version. Because it seems like every other comment in the uh, 82 version was about the strength of steel. And yeah. You stand by your steel. And this one, it was kind of like, hey, that's my dad's sword. I'm going to get that back eventually. And I think Ron Perlman is the only person to ever bring up Krom. And he brings it up like once. No, he... Uh... Yeah. Uh, Conan says it right uh, almost at the very last fight scene. Um, he says, oh, crumb. Oh, okay. It. I missed that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And, that's that, it. and see, that's kind of just disappointing too, Josh, because it's crumb is like, you know, carries over in all the stories. I mean, he's in, in this one, it seems like he doesn't have any allegiance to crumb whatsoever. And, but I, from what I understand in the books, crumb is like, you know, he holds on to that. Is that true? Well, I mean, or... Krom's a god, but he, he's a god that doesn't require a whole lot of veneration. I mean, you, you want to worship Krom, you start killing dudes. So, well, all right. Conan's pretty <laughs> much the pope. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain the funny hat and the, the white robe scene. Yeah, funny hats. How about the... um? Funny, wait, what? I, I was just going to say, you know, I mean, just talking about what you guys said reminded me. I mean, the way I felt this whole movie was, I, it almost felt to me like it was a... <laughs> Not a, like like we said earlier, not a Conan movie. It was just like a movie that was written for something else, and then it was just kind of turned into a Conan movie. Like we'll throw in a couple references to Crom, we'll throw in you know some Sumerian blah 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 blah. And that's just what it felt like to me. Yeah, it seemed like there was they did a search and replace for the word Conan on the uh, yeah on the <laughs> script. Exactly. <laughs> no, I do I do agree with you. I mean, this one just cause it could have easily been a barbarian's tale or whatever. The two barbarians. Story that Oh god! Oh, yeah, oh god! We gotta watch that. No, we <laughs> don't. That is, no. that is once is enough. Day, that <laughs> is still to this day the worst movie I've ever seen in a theater. Oh, Pat! That, oh, in a theater. Yeah. Okay, oh. he said in the theater, meaning he paid for it. Yeah. I was gonna say wow. you need to come over and hang out more often. <laughs> no. Yeah. In a theater, I sat with popcorn and and a soda and watched that movie. And the popcorn and soda left. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, this sucks. We're out of here. Anyway, just another Conan. Thing. Boobies everywhere. There was less. You think so? There was far less boobage in this. All right. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for anything I could see. You know, that, it's, that main uh, that main actress had a nice set of uh, boobies on her. Yes. Rachel Nichols. I think that was a body double. I don't think that was her. Oh darn. Yeah, they did that. It is in a trivia that she actually did do a body double. And um, other trivia. Uh, Conan is afraid of horses in this movie. Whenever you saw him on a horse, it was either a mock-up or a body double. Oh, Jason Momoa is afraid of horses? Yes, which makes sense for uh, Game of Thrones because he's surrounded by horses all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. I bet he got over that fear pretty quick. Here's his wad of cash. Can you get over get over being <laughs> yeah, afraid exactly. of horses? Yeah, that's also in the trivia. Then the uh, body double uh, is also in there. There isn't a heck of a lot of trivia for this one. Um, no, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a very good movie. Um, can we call no. him Jason Mimosa for the rest of the show? There I really it is. Did. There it is. Oh. Jason Mimosa. Uh, people who were supposed to play Conan's father uh, already. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, no. Christopher Walken. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> what? Oh, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Now, the second one really scares me. Mickey Rourke. What? <laughs> Dude, did you get hit by a frying pan? Oh. Uh. I I no. I don't know how you know who they should have got Mickey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Jiminy 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 
there's a sword over there. <laughs> uh, also, what are some of the other other Brett Ratner was originally uh, supposed to direct? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Nobody understands the words that are coming out of your <laughs> mouth, Conan. <laughs> Kelly and Lutz and Jared, uh, these two other people who I don't know. Kellen Lutz, who is he? He um, I know that name. Well, Lutz is uh, tied with Amityville, oh. but that may be where. Yeah, he, no, it was uh, George Breaking, Lutz. Breaking Dawn. He was in that. That was the uh, Twilight movies. Hmm. And Jared Pacadelli? Padalecki? That too. From Jared Padalecki from Superstition, uh, Su- uh, Supernatural. Natural, thank you. Oh God! And the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Yeah, that might not might not have been too bad. As what? Um, as Conan. No, he's not big enough. You don't think so? No. They should have okay. got John Cena. No. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you live in Texas, don't you? <laughs> Dude, you know who'd make a good Conan? They should have got Steve Austin. <laughs> They should have got Diamond Dallas Page. He could have poured beer all over them peoples. For the half the movie, I initially thought that the bad guy was the priest from um, Fifth Element. What? I, the, not, not, no, not, no, no, not that, not, not the, the one from the very beginning. Ian Holm is like a poison. quarter of that guy's size. Aziz Light, that guy. Aziz Light, yeah. yeah. No, 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 not the professor. The, the, yeah, the priest who comes in at that time. Multipass. Multipass. Yeah. So yeah, going on. Uh, so then they rescue all the slaves. Yay, they all run off with them for Yeah, spring break, hooray! <laughs> now we all go to this pub where Conan loses, uh, wins a arm wrestling contest by the most dick move ever. Yeah, I'm gonna s- spit a mouthful of meat in your face while you're wrestling. And I honestly, I think his response of clocking him was, uh, which I'm surprised Conan's head just didn't pop. After the, when he punched him. <laughs> right. Oh, was, yeah, I got it now. Yeah. It's the theme of the All right. movie. And never invite guys with eye patches to parties because they ruin the whole thing. That guy showed up and everything went to hell. Yeah, but he can't prove to be useful. Yeah, later on. But no, so then Conan gets himself captured on purpose. Right. Because he recognized Mr. No Nos. <laughs> Not a Bond villain. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you expect me to die, Mr. No Nos? Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining like some. Some like little little kid character. He's like you know, it's kind of like the poison guy, Mister No No. <laughs> That's my uncle's nickname, uh, Mister No No. Hide the pennies. So that's, that's what I'm gonna call my. That's what I'm gonna call my clown alter ego, Mister No Nose. <laughs> no clown. Mister No Nose in the Bad Touch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they rock. Their first album is great. <laughs> I don't know if I would go see that act. <laughs> okay, so he goes to this prison, and in 20 minutes starts an entire riot, just because. That doesn't say, I mean, he sits down and immediately starts, I mean, takes over immediately. Well, sure. And He identifies the fop straight from central casting. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to be able to, like, breathe hard and knock you over. I've read and this script. I know meat. what happens. And he finds the uh, Mr. No-No's torturing a guy in the room, and... Did any of you think that that guy recovered pretty damn quickly from having spikes drilled into his wrists? He was the guy Wolverine, perhaps the early years. I don't know. That's one thing. It's like it was like this guy in one one instance. He's got his his wrist strapped inside this torture device, and those spikes were pretty damn big. They were like two and a half inches long. You know, doing that, and next thing you know, he's like, "Yeah, take him. He knows what he's talking about." And he's just becoming the strategist with uh, Conan on getting getting out of that place. He's a master so, thief who doesn't need his hands because he uses a bunch of keys. 
Isn't that cheating? <laughs> Should they I call can't... him a locksmith? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that at the end. Let's just pick the lock. I dropped the keys. Mr. Nonos, I'd like you to meet Mr. Keys. What is anybody get to me? I'm a thief. I stole these keys from the janitor. No, you're not. You work at Home Depot. <laughs> then they cut to the. Uh... Oh, don't forget the nose, the finger in the nose bit. Oh, oh yeah. that was. Yeah. I cringed. That... Yeah, I did too. I was like, oh, crumb. <laughs> well, somebody had to. God knows he wasn't. So we have that. He escapes, and they head out to. They're looking for the uh, the pure blood. Is that the word they yeah, use? they're yeah. heading for the pure blood. Yeah, they're looking for the pure blood. So they go over to the um, monastery. The monastery and they're wearing the funny hats. Yes, the table hats. That's where you put your tea. And then they pop the main monastery dude's head. And then <laughs> Joel was at you. Yeah. And then they have the uh, the I don't know the daughter puts on her Marilyn Manson act and tastes everybody's blood and can tell. But then she says that she can smell the pure blood when she's around later. So I'm wondering why she just didn't bother sniffing them. It's not as dramatic. And I just have to say, I, I used to hate Rose McGowan. I, you guys may remember this, the the Greg Araki classic Doom Generation. Um, yeah, and I literally yeah. wanted yeah. to strangle her. And, and then over the years, and especially after Planet Terror, I've grown to be a fan. But this movie, I she was seriously miscast and did not belong in this film in anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Way, shape, or form. Yeah, they, they, always, they needed, oh, I'm sorry, I was just going to say they needed Thora Birch. I've always kind of viewed Rose McGowan as sort of the poor man's Parker Posey. I mean, say that I, ten times fast. I may have that backwards, but they've always kind of played similar characters, and I've just thought that Rose McGowan was a lesser actress. She just, she's got to be in the right role, and it's not the right role. Don't think so? No. Was there a right role? That's true. Because... Uh, I don't know. I mean, because it's the psychotic daughter. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if anybody could have saved that role. The little girl from the beginning. Well, they would have had yeah, to wait they, for her to grow up. Well, no, I mean, some <laughs> well, they could. Like, they could have sped it up if they just put her on a wheel. They're like, <laughs> right. had her walk in circles she, for a few hours. She, she comes out looking like China. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, that went wrong. <laughs> this is what was, happens when you don't set a timer. She would look big and red and look like. Oops. Wait, wait, what, Joel? What? I'm picturing that time. <laughs> <laughs> Joel turned into a gremlin again. I hate this. So we haven't mentioned my least favorite character in the movie. Tamara. Conan? Who? The, the the love interest. Rachel Nichols. Oh, Tamara? Oh, my God. Completely useless, yeah. other than her breast well, well, she tried to be useful at the end. She gave her standard, I'm not anybody's property. Right. You know, stay. Like, I'm a strong, independent going, monk who don't need no man. You now save my life again. Yeah, she kept yeah, yelling please. for help. Yeah. <laughs> Are you playing Pong? <laughs> Sounds like there's a clown running around with big honking shoes. It's Dr. Nonos. <laughs> you said his name three times. He's here now. Mr. Nonos. <laughs> and the rest of Joel's review of Conan 2011 will be made in a series of fart noises. It's mute the clown. And Pat. Okay, we've lost red. we've lost Pat too. Oh, so. Jesus. <laughs> so, and a, a bad uh, guy in this movie. Yes. Color Zim or uh, James Earl Jones. Oh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, definitely. Well, I, just, I have to ask. Well, what, you know? what, 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 did I miss something? How did he suddenly show up with like dozens of scratches on his face, like he'd been sleeping with a, ten cats in his face? What, what happened? Color Zim. 
it looked like they were over explaining stuff to me because it looked like every time Conan got a shot in in the early scenes, it was represented by this horrid scar. Mm. Uh, every little drip of molten steel uh, was a big ass scar on adult Conan's face. It's like we don't need the origin story of like every accessory of every right. character. I thought he was yeah. trying to be Vanilla Ice. Nobody tries I, to be Vanilla Ice. Not even I don't even know ice. what that means. <laughs> okay, colors and weapon. Double sword weapon is stupid. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, attached at the hilt, spinning it around type of thing. Maybe that's that how he got the scars. Like... Training. He was training. <laughs> it's sword chucks. Cowboys, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Color, you put those things down, man. Seriously, you're not. Oh man, it's cool. The chicks are gonna love this one. <laughs> All right, so he's got the double swords. I thought the Sandman battle was pretty cool. Yeah, except for they kept doing this like. We don't want to use a woman as a damsel in distress, so we will technically show her as a badass for a couple seconds, despite the fact that we've established she lived in a monastery and had no combat training, and then we'll go back to her shrieking for help. As these things leap from the ground 20 feet in the air. And like they were either either indestructible or they were just completely fragile. Right. Because <laughs> she fell down the same same flight that the sand guy did, and he fell apart, and she just got up and like brushed herself off. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and eventually it's like they just ran out of waves of dudes. Yeah. So time for the boss fight. There was lots more sand there. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> she ran out of mana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're a dork. It was a <laughs> cheap. Yeah, she was a sorceress, and I th- was that the only spell she really cast besides like doing weird things with her eyes and licking blood? Mm, I don't think uh, those are spells. I can't no, really no, that's just a, I think that's just a. Uh, a lifestyle choice. She had the poison. I mean, there was like that was that was kind of cool. Yeah, but I mean, that wasn't like a spell. Could have been magic poison. <laughs> she could taste blood and tell if you were a pure blood or not. Yeah, but she could have just been yanking everybody too. Oh no, this isn't her. Maybe she's her. <laughs> she's Maybe Kayla. the one they spirited out in a carriage five minutes ago is her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, so. They're all so surprised. Like, nope, must be the one that got away. Duh. She, she, her That's other power is show. her other power is is uh, generating a very large forehead. Yes, uh, I've got that power. <laughs> <laughs> I think the sending a message shoved in the mouth of the henchman who's tied to the rock who you're about to catapult into your boat. Why are they carrying this boat around with them everywhere? Yeah, that, be... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was gonna say that made zero sense. They didn't want to forget where they parked. <laughs> the docking fees are just a bitch. Yeah. Well, yeah, all the permits, yeah. all. The... <laughs> oh, might as well just bring it with. Get the elephants. Well, it's kind of impressive if you're like in completely dry dock. There's no water for miles, and all of a sudden this boat crashes through your wall. That is kind of a message. You're like, like whoa. Like the, I was thinking that at the monastery. It's like that is a hell of an entrance. <laughs> I mean, why if you want to, I mean, why didn't we build the fortress walls to withstand a ship in the middle of this <laughs> desert? What were you thinking, yeah. Jimmy? I don't know. Well, you see, we showed up and we talked to the harbor master, and he said that he didn't have any paperwork <laughs> on us, so we'd just have to pick up the boat and walk it in. <laughs> Dude, this is a bad neighborhood. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't, we, we don't want to leave the boat here. Beep, beep. Come back and the with. boat's yeah. up on blocks. <laughs> what are the, the boats on blocks? What did they steal? Yeah, all the it's ores. Sumerian <laughs> RV. We don't have the wheel yet. Just bring the boat. Boat's stupid. Yes. Unanimous on that one. Good. And they did the stupid like uh, zoom in on his face for comic effect, 
as he's being catapulted in that they're constantly doing in modern action movies. Yes. Yeah, that was kind like of they, Like they attach a GoPro to his chest before they launch it. <laughs> so you got that. He gets tossed in. They get the note, meet me here. As an aside, since we brought up the ship and everything and the whole, you know, him crashing through, did anybody else think they were really going to follow through with the whole incest plot? Cause uh, I for was, a second. Yeah, because I was, I was like, they're really not going to do this, are they? <laughs> I really hope that they didn't have that like initially on the on the uh, horizon because I think it would that would have made the whole thing really weird. Yeah. So final battle, a lot more going on than uh, we're just James cutting Ultra. right to the end. Yeah, <laughs> I mean because I can't even remember past the boat. I don't even recall much of what happened after that. I mean it was just I think I faded out after that. There was lots of GI blood, some muscles rippling, you know. Yeah, because then they they went and found they jumped off the cliff. Back into the boat, and uh, oh, then they got uh, attacked. Yeah, the pirate attack. Yes, which by all rights, that woman should be dead, because there's no way she could have lifted that sword to defend herself it's, whatsoever. It's just, it's just like a mini claymore; she could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> mini claymore, dude. If she could take on Conan, she could lift that. Yeah. So you got that. Then they ship off. They go. Then the oh, here he forgot his map. Wink, wink. And nudge, his nudge. Condoms. <laughs> <laughs> and his very white CD. <laughs> so yeah, so then that happens, and she immediately gets uh, captured afterwards. Well, of course, yeah, because they were. I mean, because that whole crowd was just like, "Wait, should we attack them?" They they had a fight. knack for finding her, though, didn't they? No GPS or anything. They're like, "Dude, I know right where she's at. Let's go." Well, that's that's why the the daughter shaved her head far that far back because she got a better reception for the blood GPS. <laughs> there you go. Without the hair in the way, you didn't see her head lighten up like that. Had a little arrow on there. <laughs> she also gets serious on there too yeah at the ruined uh, coliseum turn left <laughs> <laughs> then you know then they he cuts her down again you're not i'm not going to be your mom i'm going to turn you into my mom final battle last 10 15 minutes well okay and the bad guy you had all of these barbarian tribes breaking up the mask and spreading it all across the world because if it comes back together and gets activated that's horrible it was really just a funny hat yeah it really didn't do anything at first <laughs> Like a dried squid with batteries, and and it was just, it was just weird to me that, that that like you know, oh we don't even tell any of the story. He just magically has nine tenths of the hat all of a sudden. You know, like oh we just need this one last piece. I mean, I, yeah, I thought there was a great story that they could have told in a different movie. Dude, it wasn't a Conan movie. Do you know how many boxes of cereal he had to eat to get those other pieces? <laughs> <laughs> when we were uh um Suzanne was watching it with me, and and in the very beginning where he says you know you won't find a piece. You know, I've got I've got nine of the ten pieces, and then um, Ron Perlman replies, "The rest of the rest of the tribes will come back and hunt you down." Well, you know, after they discover what you've done, yeah. and Suzanne, Suzanne goes, "No, they won't. They're all dead. He's got nine of the other pieces. Yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> he's, he's obviously wiped them out." Yeah, that's kind of an empty threat there. He's pretty sure. I thought the battle. I mean, for for a quote unquote action movie, the final battle was pretty. It cool. was a little Pirates of the Caribbean-ish though, when they're fighting on the wheel that she's trapped a little? in the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, fun. And then everything starts collapsing. Should we tell Joel that we can't hear him? Uh, what is <laughs> <laughs> now he's a gremlin yeah, again. Just mute him. <laughs> he's rolling. Then everything starts collapsing. And if you figure, if you're doing this incantation to bring your evil wife back from the dead into the body of this person, why would you hang her above a giant hole? That's a good point. You know, See, that was the plot hole. Oh, that's what that was. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I'm glad oh. they had one of those. Well, we couldn't get past it. Eventually, it had to show up. That's his fan. 
It comes back. He's like, oh, I remember why you're dead. So he just lets her go. Yeah. Then there's the uh, the evil uh, daughter dies after hunting down the inept fighting uh, monk. Yeah, and once again, she's a sorcerer. So what does she do? She gets into a punch up. Yeah. I, yeah. I noticed that too. I was like, why would you decide now is the time to get into a scrap? Summon some yeah. of those sands or something. M- magic missile. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> magic it's like missile. if this was. If this is a WoW raid, you'd be like, why are you up there right up in the front? <laughs> Fire something. Summon something. Okay. Apparently, all, apparently all sorcery is back then is just being able to taste people's blood. And, and that's why a lot of people die of a lot of disease. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what he meant there, but I agree. <laughs> I think I, I completely understand. I don't know. <laughs> I think it, a lot of people died from also. <laughs> I said that's why they died of a lot of diseases. Uh, oh, okay. All right. There we go. It was <laughs> You turned into a scene from the Jetsons there for a second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish I had more to say about this one. I've got more notes and everything on the uh Well, then they on the sec- magically the the collapsing everything. Okay. And then you think they're going to ride off together and he's just like, "See you later, baby." I got to go. He was he was like, yeah, I'm gone. And the Mark Tucker song kicks in. Have fun with my baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm as free as a bird now. <laughs> so okay, two things that I hated about this movie. Again, two more things rather. Two more. Okay. One of them being why is Conan wearing a skirt? This is samurai. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that drove me nuts. I mean, he shouldn't be wearing a kilt. But the big one that really got me is how why is Conan suddenly into parkour? Like <laughs> every fight, he's like like. Like rolling over tables and jumping off of walls, and like you know, it, it just was too much. It was too modern fighting style. You, you didn't know about the uh, ancient tribe of parkour yeah. barbarians. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, it was it it was a little um bouncy. Yeah. So, but no, I have to. Oh, it just seemed like the entire movie was constantly insulting the audience's collective intelligence. Just let's explain every little detail. Let's have people stand around talking about the plot where the original was like, we're going to show you and we're not going to explain everything. But by the end of the two hours in the Schwarzenegger flick, you knew what happened. You weren't confused. This one, we're going to tell you constantly all these details. And you realize at the end that none of them mattered. Right. I I, I agree fully. I mean, I, I just... The whole time I felt like it was just a meandering story that wasn't even really going anywhere in particular. Well, I mean, and then in the very beginning when they, they after they rescue all the um all the slaves. Spring Break. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> yes, after Spring Break. And then Artis stands up and is like, this is, he was just this little thing when I found him, but he was the one who killed the sorcerer and whatever. And he, did he say stole the elephant's hat? <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> Damn you, Babar. That's what I heard. I heard him say, this is that the one who stole the elephant's hat. That I explains no why he's Conan the Barbarian. Because he stole Barbar's hat. Conan the Barbarian. I thought he slew the sorcerer of something. I don't know. Pet elephant? <laughs> something <laughs> about an elephant. Yeah, I, some, I, I was, okay, at least he said... Elephant on there, good. Because I, I, to me, it sounded like he stole the elephant's hat. I cannot find, not that I'm really looking for. Maybe it's in quotes. Uh, Talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna look in quotes. So this one got a 5.1 out of 10, by the way. I just realized the actual 
I'm sorry, but I just realized the actual moment when I checked out on this movie, and it was right during the beginning when Morgan Freeman's voice started up. I was like, okay, no. <laughs> Morgan Freeman does not belong in Conan. I was hoping was... we were going to meet him as the sorcerer. How badass that, would that be? That would have been cool. That would have been cool. <laughs> he comes just yeah, shambling down the stairs. it was the summer of 69 when I meant Conan. <laughs> comes shambling down the stairs, whittling. <laughs> as it is, it was more like March of the Barbarians. Here we have the young Sumerian out with the eggs. <laughs> they run out and they return later. I mean, the egg thing was kind of cool. That's, I, I would say if the... If this was a TV show and the first half an hour was the intro to the TV show, I would watch it for the next couple episodes and then be sorely disappointed. But, you know, it's outside of the first 20 minutes after uh, Ron Perlman dies. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, pretty much. OK, so I'm guessing uh, Universal thumbs down on that one. Uh, I got a thumbs down. Yeah. 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 Give a collective meh. That's two hours of my life. I'm never getting back. Thanks, Mike. For me, it's fifteen dollars. I'm never getting back. I got a Blu-ray of this shitty movie now. You got? <laughs> oh my god! It's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have Netflix. You could have okay. You could have saved yourself half of that and just subscribed to Netflix for a I month. I got a free trial of Netflix for uh, nothing. Free, right? Free. I was hoping I was gonna like it. <laughs> but now he's got it in high definition, so he can be like. He's like now. Now I hate it on like a very sophisticated level. <laughs> right. Like, look how beautiful <laughs> this is while I hate it. That's fantastic. Now I've got 15 hours right. Honestly, the, special the cinematography features. was really nice. I mean, it looked good, but no, just a horrible movie. Okay, the fight oh, scenes yeah. were, were good. The fight scenes were actually better put together than the 1982, if we have to find something. Oh, yeah, the choreography was better, yes. The fight choreography was definitely better. Well, I think we all agree if it wouldn't have been called Conan, it might have been an okay adventure movie. Yeah, like if this had been Pathfinder 2 or something, I probably would have liked it a lot more. I still would not have forgiven the... Uh, <laughs> Constant exposition, all of the, like, uh, I'm not a damsel in distress. I'm a strong, independent woman who doesn't need no man. Help me, Conan. Right. Ain't nobody yeah. got time for that. <laughs> Spring break! <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely agree with all that. I just, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm overly troubled by the fact that they call it a Conan movie, though. Yeah, that, I mean, I agree with you on that. It, it, if it had been, like, Lawrence the Barbarian... Well, but we might get a spinoff. You know. Lawrence the Barbarian. <laughs> Lawrence, yeah. We might get the Mr. No-No's movie. So, you know. no, I certainly hope not. I think Mr. No-No's would scare the hell out of me. So. A penis puppet theater rendition of yeah. Mr. No-No. All right, so we got the Universal down on the uh, yeah. on this one. Yeah. So, one instance right, where so. the remake was not necessary. I believe in remakes. So that's our discussion on Conan the Barbarian 2011 back to 1982. Uh, looks like universal thumbs up on the 82 and 2011 bit it on uh, everybody's scale. Um, yeah, pretty much. So if you want to look uh, look up more for uh, 40 Going on 14, you can find us at 40go14.com. Uh, 40, uh, 40go14.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We have a Facebook page. Just search for us, and you'll be able to find us in those places. And, Josh, you've got some stuff going on, too. Yeah, you can uh, reach me on Twitter. Uh, my own Twitter account is at Doc Stout. Uh, I also have YouTube and uh, Twitch 
channels. Uh, YouTube, it's uh, DocStout076. Uh, I'm DocStout on Twitch, where I will, uh, I'm streaming video games live, occasionally with uh, Mike or with the help from my wife. Uh, All right. And uh, my blog, What's Next, The Unemployed Geek, uh, can find me there as well. Very cool. And Joel, what have you got going on? Uh, well, I've got my two weekly podcasts, uh, Undercover Unitards, you can find on iTunes, TalkShoe, Stitcher, etc., all the podcast directories. Uh, I've also got my other show. It's a solo show uh, called The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. Pants is spelled with a K at the beginning. That's silent. Um, so just look at Pants. It'll come up with iTunes, etc., TalkShoe uh, directories. I write a blog, a momentary lapse with joel.blogspot.com. It's a generally a movie review blog, but it also updates on my uh, podcasting and uh, that's my current awesome Patrick what have you got going uh, really nothing <laughs> well alright then yeah I, I got so, the, the standard nothing going on in my life Patrick has just discovered Skype so a lot of masturbation and crying yes <laughs> usually at the 14. same time alright well thank you very much for joining us this week we are 40 going on 14 and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week where we will be uh, doing our own personal top five list of video games then and now. See you then. Thank you.